just just as an aside um has rent uh has rent like decreased proportionally with the wages i'm assuming probably not (laughs) no not really um rent rent isn't like the biggest problem for ukraine ukrainians uh the biggest problem for ukrainians in terms of like prices is uh, the price of uh, gas electricity and there's lots of there's loads of problems about this we can talk about this at some point all right did uh did they turn your gas back on peter you you get yeah i've got gas now (laughs) okay good good i I know that around christmas uh you you weren't able to cook hot food so it was really annoying yeah i had no gas for five days and uh now i've been sort of frantically cooking cooking stuff to make up for last time nice nice and 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 of course the the plan that the west has to fix all of that is uh don't forget through like throughout this entire conversation just remember the plan that the west has to kind of step in and fix this is to uh guns Guns, guns, yeah. and guns. Uh, you know that that brings us to our next topic, which is you know some of the other actors involved domestically here. The other plan that the West has to like uh, uh, fix Ukraine is uh, anti-corruption task forces. So you know, like when we read about uh, about Ukraine, we read about it as like a punching bag or a bargaining chip for for two great powers and. There's a lot of uh, internal domestic actors and, and, and international actors, you know, kind of pulling, pulling at uh, this on a more granular level. So, Peter, do you want to talk a little bit about um, NABU and this, this anti-corruption task force that, uh, th- that is uh, embedded in the Ukrainian government right now? Yeah, so basically after, after 2014, I mean, before 2014, there'd already been all of these different uh, anti-corruption NGOs working in Ukraine. I think, you know, cause there's, like, there's that classic line by Victoria Newland where she boasted that, you know, we put $5 billion into Ukraine, into like into all of these NGOs and stuff until 2014. Uh, so yeah. like, we better, I guess, like unsaid, we, we better get something out of this. You and, need a return, uh, a return on your investment, you know? That's right, yeah. Uh, but like... And after 2014, um, lots of these NGOs and these activists, as they're like often called, they became uh, either part of the government or, you know, their organizations got lots more funding. And they just became this huge, like, multiplication of all these different organizations. There's, there's so many random anti-corruption organizations. There's NABU, there's like, what's it called, like, NAZU, like, there's, there's so many, uh, all these random different things. They get so much money. I mean, like, I forgot the numbers, but there was some, they get... They get a, a lot of money from the state budget. Um, and uh, one big thing that annoys people a lot uh, is that they haven't actually, <laughs> they've still never put in jail like a big politician for corruption. Like they just, they haven't. They, they've been around for ages and there's been loads of corruption. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, but they still haven't, they haven't managed to do this act well, of, you know, putting someone in jail. And Zelensky ran on this. He said, like, I will come to power and I will put them in jail. But he hasn't yet, unfortunately. I mean, he's trying to with Poroshenko, which is which is cool. Um, so anyways, is, yeah. is it, isn't it that like this is I know I'm, I'm sort of I'm saying very much correct me if I'm wrong here. But isn't I, I sort of almost see this as like an, an echo of what was happening in the early 1990s of sort of saying we are going to attempt to technically solve a bunch of political problems like there are political problems with who has what who has power and so on and in the early 1990s they were like okay we're going to come in and we are going to use a bunch of uh sort of you know like chicago boys like you know economic like shock doctor quacks to come in and we are going to 
cr- make Ukraine into a market economy by just create by just privatizing everything, right? And it's something similar here, where it's like the um, the anti politics of looking at this as something technical, where it's like, oh, we're just going to create the right sets of rules and do the right kinds of investigations that we can remove the corrupt corrupt actors, as opposed to thinking about, well, actually, what's kind of happened since 1990 is is you know we've been sort of looking is we we've sort of seen this place as somewhere to uh to either experiment with policy or plunder or whatever a place of over which to over which to fight russia um uh, but not necessarily but the the what has been what has been applied to it has been yeah essentially tech technical technical fiddling it's why like anti-corruption drives sort of around the world tend to be i'm thinking about this in mexico as well where this is the case anti-corruption drives tend to be sort of seen as sticking plasters as not as making very careful efforts to not address the fundamental roots of the problems that are causing the corruption in the first place saying the system is good but some of the actors in it are just bad apples